This is a Concealed Carry Podcast special episode. And welcome to the Concealed Carry Podcast, part of the ConcealedCarry.com network. I am your host, Riley Bowman. And today, well, I have a special episode I'm bringing to you, something that you probably were not expecting necessarily, unless you watched our Facebook feed closely, as we announced several days ago, we would have a special episode released this week. We are still working our way through various interviews we recorded while at SHOT Show 2018 just a couple of months ago, and because there's so much content, and we don't want to keep you waiting forever and ever to get this content, we are releasing these episodes a few at a time here and there as special episodes to the podcast. So today, I'm not going to take a whole lot of time introing this. Uh, we are going to just, you know, these are relatively short, 20, maybe 30 minutes tops. So just something really easy to listen to on your weekend or perhaps even to begin your Monday uh, commute if you're getting to a little bit late. We will still have our usual schedule of uh, episodes this coming week, and uh, we'll likely have a, another special episode next week. Now today... I, will, I am pleased to bring to you a interview that we did together with Nephi Cole, who is the policy advisor to the governor of the great state of Wyoming. Nephi was so kind to sit down with us for uh, a few minutes. Uh, he had a very busy schedule while he was attending SHOT Show, uh, assisting uh, the governor there. They, they, had a, they put on a great, uh, I'll call it a demonstration. <laughs> I mean, how often do you see the governor of a state show up at SHOT Show, spend several days there. They have a booth there that they were pushing and promoting the uh, Wyoming Governor's Match and just doing business in Wyoming in general from the uh, perspective of the firearms industry. I thought it was fantastic. These are great guys. They have a wonderful governor. Nephi is a great representative as well of the state of Wyoming. He's obviously a very proud Wyomingite. And it was my pleasure, and it was Jacob's especially great pleasure to be a part of that interview, as you might imagine, Jacob being a, a Wyoming boy. So anyway, today's episode, just real quick, is brought to you by unofficial sponsor sponsor or a honorary sponsor, whichever way you want to look at it, is Glock today. Glock uh, made it possible for us to come into their booth and take it over for a couple of hours while we recorded interviews such as this one, and we thank Glock for making that possible. Now, Glock, just in the last few months, has released their Generation 5 version of their pistols. They have the Gen 5s now in the Glock 17, Glock 19, Glock 26, and the Glock 34 MOS configurations. Fantastic pistols, beautiful triggers, much improved. Uh, lots of nice and you know fantastic features brought to the Gen 5s from Glock. I know many of you that complained for years about the finger grooves. Those are gone, so that's cool. And then also, we were able to see at SHOT Show, get our hands on and fire for the first time, for me personally, the uh, new Glock 19X. So you know what? We would appreciate it oh so very much if you would just give Glock a little love at, for their as a thank you to them for making this episode today possible. And so with that, I'm going to get right into it now and play back this interview that Jacob and I did with Mr. Nephi Cole, policy advisor to Governor Matthew H. Mead of the great state of Wyoming. Here you go. Enjoy. See you on the other side. Okay. This is going to be my favorite episode. Will it now? You start. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'm going to jump right in. You're going you're to understand in just a minute. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <clears throat> um, all right. 
All right, Riley and Jacob here. We are sitting with Nephi Cole from the Wyoming Governor's Office, policy advisor. That's to right. Governor Matthew H. Mead. They, they tell me that's my job. So <laughs> I, I, I probably should have let Jacob do the introduction because no, he's yeah. like he's like fanboying it over here. Uh, here's the thing you got to understand: the longtime <laughs> listeners of the podcast know that there is an ongoing feud between Riley and I. Um, there was only a few things Riley and I disagree on in life. And, and those things we disagree on, we feel very strongly about. And one of those things is that Riley thinks Idaho is better than Wyoming. Oh, Riley. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I know you and Riley were friends until about three I seconds can, no, ago. No, it's okay. I, I, you know, sometimes your friends, uh, you know, some of my friends uh, like the Patriots, too. Yeah, you know? right. I mean, you, you forgive them. Yeah, you're, you're okay. It's just what they do. Yeah, you, you forgive them. You move on. You say not everyone's perfect. Yep. Not everyone's from Wyoming either. You know? No, I mean, it's, not everyone. It's, about 500,000 of us are. So. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> oh, is it that many now? The number's growing. Um, yeah, so, so I'm from Rock Springs, yeah. Wyoming, yep. and uh, born and raised. And so, man, I'm just pumped that we're talking about Wyoming. Well, we're probably not going to spend the whole podcast talking about Wyoming. But Wyoming's pretty awesome, and Nephi, I'm pumped to have you here. It's great to be here, and I'll tell you an interesting story. So we, uh, we're very lucky this week. A lot of people feel like Riley. I actually went to high school in Idaho. I graduated from uh, Butte High School in Arco, no, Idaho. No kidding. Yep, and I uh, I have a many friends there, uh, some family there still, and just it, I love it. It's uh, See, wonderful. I, I know it's all right. Um, it's all I, right. Yeah, it's all right. Um, we were lucky, you know, enough in in our state. You know, I've, my entire professional career has been uh, about you know eighteen years now in in Wyoming. So I was really lucky after yeah. college to get to move and work out in Wyoming. I love it. And on the on the feud side, we were very happy to uh, announce uh, this week. We were very fortunate that uh, the, a great company from California Weatherby decided to come and make Sheridan, Wyoming, their home. And we're we couldn't be more pleased. And I know that uh, the I saw the economic development folks from Idaho uh, yesterday night. They were quite salty about that. So I do understand some people think Idaho is better, but um, for now. The uh, the uh, evidence is on our side. So. <laughs> That's right. I, you know, and I always just tell people that you know Idaho's Idaho's license plate has a picture of Wyoming on it. You know, I mean, <laughs> it does. Idaho's greatest claim to fame is their view of Beautiful Wyoming. View of Wyoming. Yeah. It's, so <laughs> I, I told I'm, I'm I told the guys from the uh, governor's office there. I said, you know, meat and potatoes. It's like we're family. We're meat and potatoes, but we're the meat. Just, just, be clear. <laughs> just so you know i'm happy to provide the potatoes that's right awesome <laughs> i love potatoes and i love meat we love wyoming uh you know it's true growing up the view out my backyard window is of wyoming of the tetons the grand teton uh, a peak and a series of peaks that i'm very fond of. I only wish that when the boundary line, lines were drawn, they were a little bit further to the east. Yeah, but we've, anyway. we've, we feel somewhat similar, but uh, of course, my uh, my boss is from that area, and he has family that have uh, uh, ranch holdings on uh, on your side of the border, and so we feel similarly, and we're pretty sure we'll win the border war, though, so let's not go there. <laughs> well, yep. I'm glad we got that out of the way. Though, no, that's that was, true. I'm, that I'm was, sorry to, you know, you indulged us on that for a minute, but... Uh, so let's get into some more important stuff. I mean, yes, a huge win for you guys, for your state, for uh, for the city of Sheridan, uh, bringing Weatherby in there. And, and this is all a result of some amazing work uh, that your office has been doing. Yeah, well, a huge win for the for fire, the firearms industry, huge win yes. for the West. And I mean, it's, it may sound cliche to sound, it's a, to say it's a, it's a huge win for, you know, principles of, uh, you know, the Second Amendment, for, for principles of freedom, because... There, the Weatherby name, you know, you, you, 
everybody knows it. And it's yeah. it's yeah. worldwide. It, it is they are known commodity. They are a well run corporation. They're a family corporation. They care about their employees. No one's going to argue that they are high quality, and uh, and but they were in an environment that just didn't work for business. It just. Uh, um, you know, I, I think uh, one of the articles I read that came out said, you know, California left them. Yeah. And uh, we, yeah. you know, it's a, a wonderful people there too. And, and uh, you know, California's a huge state with a lot of absolutely amazing people there. And, and of course, people that share the same values and, and, and opinions that, that we do. People that, quite frankly, fit in probably a whole lot better with us in Wyoming or, or the our, our, our great siblings in Idaho than they know do where they're at but um the reality is that it's just be it, it's difficult in some ways because of um some choices that they've made in terms of legislating in terms of tax structures and things like that for even a great company a fabulous company like weatherby to be able to secure their long-term future in that environment so it's it's uh, we feel uh, a little bit of uh you know we could feel their pain you know i don't want to say we feel their pain we don't have much empathy for them over there in the great you know, state of our california but we do uh, understand where they're coming from, and and uh, but we're also excited to have the opportunity to be a place to be recognized as a firearm state where companies like Weatherby can move to, grow, and flourish. And we've we're doing everything we can. You you kind of touched on it to try and let people uh, make people aware of uh, you know through our actions, you know where our hearts are at and yeah. where our beliefs are. Yeah. Yeah. I. I really appreciate that. And that's not the first time we've seen a company move because of those kinds of issues in our industry, right? right. Uh, back in uh, 2013, uh, Riley and I now currently reside in Colorado, so we, we can agree on that one. Magpul. Magpul had to, had to up and, and, and leave ship, and we've seen other ones. And it's interesting, I think, you know, a lot of people don't realize how many companies are based out of New York yep. uh, or some of these places that, that aren't particularly Second Amendment friendly. So, you know. God, Wonder, God and wonderful companies too. Yeah, you know, yeah. wonderful companies yeah, with good people. Yeah, and I, you know, I don't want to go through a, a laundry list of them, but I'll, I'll mention a couple. You know, companies like wonderful companies like Remington, wonderful companies like Colt. That and, mm-hmm. and I mean, these are just American icons. And the the challenge has been that uh, you know they they quite frankly aren't appreciated the way that they should be where they're at. And that was the case with Magpul. You know, Magpul, for a lot of people that don't know, um, although on paper, you may believe that they're a Texas company. The reality is, you know, we were very lucky when Magpul decided to make the move to be able to visit with them and uh, to be able to move 250. The, the Magpul production facility is, is it resides in Wyoming and right. it's not going anyplace. And we are, you know, as I said, you know, I, I give uh, the uh, leadership guys over there. There's a small team of them that were are in Austin. And a, a few stragglers on the front range in their marketing group, and we love those guys. Uh, but and I tell them we we have real estate for them anytime <laughs> they're ready to come. Um, but we are just we couldn't be more proud of having uh, those 200 employees that we have in Cheyenne. And and there's a lot of reasons that it's a mutually beneficial relationship. And they've you know they're in states. I, I you know I will tell you that in some states some of these companies from come from they feel like. Uh, you know, it's a dirty word. Firearms are a dirty word. And people are, are, you know, guns are bad. And they, you know, they don't want to have their, they literally don't want to have their names, some cases, on their buildings. And we could not feel differently in Wyoming. Right. You know, for this is, that is, it is, that's a, they're an asset to us. And it's, you it's know. a point we, of pride. It's a point of pride. And our biggest tourism attracting event is the Cheyenne Frontier Days. Magpul was a named primary sponsor 
And everybody in Wyoming, we slap each other on the back. We slap them in the back. We are proud of that. And uh, that's not going to change. And uh, we're, you know, we're going to continue to be that way. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, it front, really is. And Frontier Day is a, a wonderful event. But yeah. I, I know that there's something else on Riley's mind that takes place <laughs> in, in Wyoming also each in, year. Also in the Cheyenne area. Also in the Cheyenne area. Yeah. That, 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 uh, I, I have a feeling you want to talk about that. Absolutely. So yeah, the, the, Magpul. the Magpul Governor's Match. And so, yeah. um, and this goes along with, you know, when we, a few years ago, the governor, um, after we were successful in uh, encouraging Magpul to, to consider moving to Wyoming, and they did so, we uh, started to talk about why we were effective in doing that. And one of the things we noted was a firearms culture. And so the governor set out several initiatives, um, and, and, and we started actively coming to SHOT Show and visiting with folks and, and trying to convey you know, what we think and believe and how welcoming our environment is for firearms companies. And, and so we started a, uh, a, uh, a, a postal match, so really in, uh, intro-level shooting match called the Wyoming Top 100. You can see that on the Game & Fish website. Super fun. I encourage everybody to shoot it. Um, and, but uh, we also uh, started a, uh, an initiative called the Open Range Initiative, and that is to, you, to, to get more public shooting ranges. And so we continue to work on that and then to utilize um, opportunities where we have state lands and military lands that belong to the state of Wyoming to, to host competitions and to, to uh, participate in shooting sports. And we uh, decided we were going to do a match called the, the Governor's Match. And the goal of the Governor's Match is visibility. It's to create a fun environment where people can come shoot, and, uh, but also... We want, I mean, honestly, we want, if, if anybody's ever been to a NASCAR, we want a NASCAR race for guns. We want people coming together and having a great experience and seeing that firearms are family friendly and they're fun. And we want people shooting black guns and knowing that there's not some scary, crazy thing, but that, you know, if you shoot an AR-15, everybody that owns one knows it's the funnest gun, the easiest gun they have to shoot, to shoot safely, to handle, to introduce people to the shooting sports. And, and we, we need people to know that and to understand that. And the best, one of the great ways to do that, we believe, is through competition. And so we, we uh, worked with a great company uh, out of Wyoming doing a competition, uh, we, competition dynamics. We asked them to be the first-year match sponsors. And it was, it was uh, different than a lot of the events they do. And we credit them for the great hard work they did in, in helping us deliver a first-year match. Um, but we knew it was going to grow. And we were very fortunate this year to uh, get a, a great crew from Strategic Match Designs, which is Charles Soul, Rob Romero, and their team are coming on board. And they are going to be the match promoters and the match designers this year. And they have been going gangbusters. <laughs> uh, just absolutely. I think we opened registration this week. We have 120-plus wow. people on, in the match already. This is a match, you know, we're January. This is a match coming up in August. Yeah. And some of those people include... The whole Michelet clan again, mm -hmm. the Yackleys, yeah. uh, Todd Jarrett. I mean, it's it's uh, uh, Diana and uh, Ryan and Ryan. Uh, yeah. Yes, and they're. I mean, we're just. You know, we're thrilled. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be a great match. It's going to be a great atmosphere, um, with uh, you know stuff for people to do to learn about farms, to watch the best in the world compete. We're going to have a, some interesting formats there, and it's just going to be a great event. And. Uh, Hope yeah. I'm looking forward and, to seeing you there. And again. I will be there. Although I got to get downstairs and get signed up. <laughs> you know, my, my home state is so cool. You know, it, it's just, you know, where else would the governor of a state, you know, for one, be at SHOT Show at all? 
Yeah, that was that. that that's just an impactful right. statement. It's like, and well, to have a booth, yeah, at a shot like, show. That, that's that's amazing. But to host to host a match, and it's not just that, hey, there's a match in Wyoming. It's the governor's match, and and he's there. He's involved. This is his this is his baby. He's going to be out there kicking it off and yeah. shooting with everybody else. And and uh, we, uh, you know, it's that's important. Where do yeah. people find out more uh, online about the Governor's Match? So Strategic Match Design's website, um, you, it's, it's on there already. And then there's a Facebook site also, the uh, Governor's Match. Uh, so Wyoming Governor's, uh, I think it's the Magpul Governor's Match on Facebook. We're going to look at, I see Riley reaching for his phone. Um, but yeah, you can, you can search for it on the web and you'll be able to pull it up either on Facebook or on the Strategic Match Design's page. Yeah. Here's yep. the official name: Wyoming Magpul Governors Match on Facebook. There you go. So yep. There you go. Yeah, go like it. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Now, let, what what people might be thinking is that you know, is this just a Wyoming fest here on the podcast? And, and while we certainly love Wyoming, we love the governor of Wyoming. <laughs> uh, I I also want to talk a little bit, Nephi. You're you're a shooter. Oh yeah, I love to. I mean, my wife might not love it, but uh, I love it. <laughs> so. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm an enthusiast and I have been for a long time. Uh, started shooting competitively when I was in college, took a bit of a break you know, to start a career. Um, but I used to shoot my little brother tons. So my little brother shot for SIG uh-huh. and, uh, told, and he's, uh, got a you know title under his belt and he's a great, his name's Alma Cole. He's a great, uh, great three gun shooter. And he was, you know, helped me very much and, and helped our office and kind of putting together some ideas for this match and then steering us towards strategic match designs. And, uh, yeah, man, I love to shoot. I do, uh, you know, I don't get to shoot very much. I shoot a lot more, I'm sure, than any other policy guy in the United States of America, <laughs> but that's never enough for me. And so I'll, I'll get to, I'll, I'll shoot a you know, few three gun matches and Ipsic matches every year. And then uh, I also have taken a, a, a real, I've really warmed up to this match called the Sniper Adventure Challenge that I do every year with Competition Dynamics. And that's just yeah. a blast. I've got a, got a buddy who's a, a, a former tier one guy who uh, I was able to convince him that this was something that he should put me on his back and pack me around basically for uh, <laughs> this competition. And, uh, he, and, and we uh, did great and we loved it. And I continue to enjoy doing it every year. And there's just great competitors out there. And it's just a real test. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, it's fantastic. And not just, uh, I mean, obviously you're a shooter. Uh, you own some guns. Um, don't get to shoot as much as you'd like. We, we hope that you can get out there a little bit more. Uh, Likewise, will you be shooting again the governor's match? You bet. Yeah, I shot at that last year and I uh, finished upper mid pack, so that's I was I was okay with that. And, it's respectable. Uh, yeah, I beat the guys who were friends of mine that were there, so that's all I really. <laughs> that's all that matters. About. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. it's now, all relative. How about your brother though? Um, he finished. I think he finished top ten. He won one of the stages, a real bad stage. He finished right up there, but he's a uh, he's a legit he shooter. Yeah, that guy can flat out burn it down, and uh, yeah. so I'm not going to beat him anytime soon. Um, <laughs> with, at three gun, but if we get him out, like we we'll get him with a scope and passed about 600 yards, and I'll walk away from him. So <laughs> that's the uh, that's the bonus. Speaking speaking of scopes and rifles, uh, bolt actions. Uh, uh, Wyoming is a wonderful state for hunting. You bet. And uh, is that something you enjoy as well? Yeah, I'm an avid elk hunter. Um, I uh, I get out every year. It's one of the few things. You know, I, I schedule time for it each year and try and spend yeah. five days to a week out. And, and it's just what I do. This year, actually, had I got to take a buddy out and get him his first elk. And then uh, I had a real treat. Um, a friend of mine named Kyle Lamb. 
I got to go out with Kyle and uh, we went out and did a cow elk hunt together. And that was an, that was an absolute hoot. And uh, we're, we're uh, planning to go on a bull hunt together this fall back in Wyoming's and Cup. We're going we're gonna to backpack in and do, yep. some, uh, do some hunting. But, man, he is just a, again, I, this job has been such a treat because, uh, you know, getting to, you know, initially become friends with some of those guys and then to have, you know, be able to build that friendship has been a real privilege. And, you know, I, I don't take it for granted. I mean, it might sound silly, but, uh, that, you know, being a bureaucrat opens up a door for you like that. But, uh, you know, <laughs> I can't imagine something more crazy and, and entertaining than, than spending a weekend hunting with Kyle Lamb. I know. We've hung out with him a bit, but uh, not on an elk hunt yet. So maybe yeah. that day will come. <laughs> the guy is uh, just a phenomenal person. And, yeah. and again, like my friend Scott Steyert, so since the, my, my, uh, the, my competition adventure uh, challenge teammate, Scott Steyert, shoot, he's, a, he's a trainer for Northern Red Training, which, and they are just absolutely the best in the business. But the guy's just, he's just like, I mean, he's like a, you know the the GD American hero that you know, like the guy's Captain America. And so <laughs> getting to getting to it's a real privilege. Anytime for anybody listening, and you all know this, you know when you have friends who are when you're fortunate enough to know people who have served at that level, they're all amazing. I mean, they are amazing individuals. With there's just a level of integrity about that group, and just a level of commitment to what they're doing that just does not exist in the general populace, and it's. It's refreshing, you know, quite frankly, when you're around a bunch of folks in politics that are maybe a little, and, and you know, and I, and I say this with respect to saying that Wyoming, we have really good politics, but, you know, nationally, you know, you can see sometimes it gets a little bit wishy-washy and it really, it, it hones your appreciation for being around people that are real and that are absolutely solid in their conviction and those guys just are, and it's just rough. it's just a blessing to be around them. Yeah, it takes it takes a certain kind of human in order to achieve that level of uh, not only success. Success feels like the wrong word, but it's uh, that level of sacrifice and dedication. And and so it's it's true. You see that repeatedly. A lot of the guests we've had on our show, those those top uh, operators, to use a cliche, you know, they they have to be the right humans inside in order to in order to get there. And, and I, I think that's really important to recognize. Yeah, Absolutely. they're they're special people. Yeah. Well, we love the work you're doing up there. Uh, we support you in it, and uh, we look forward to connecting with you again soon. Is there anything that we didn't touch on that you'd like to get out there? You know, we could talk. I literally, I'm a gun, I'm a geek. I could talk <laughs> about firearms issues and hunting, you know, issues, shooting sports all day long. And so, you know, thank you guys for the the work that you do and talking about the things that you do. I I mean, I uh, I'm a CCW guy. I think. Uh, uh, Overall, what our industry needs more than anything else, and I say our industry, the firearms community needs, we need people to be mentors. You know, this is, I think that there's unfortunately, uh, whether it's hunting or shooting sports, there's this kind of almost like a, a weird attitude where we think we found some kind of treasure and unfortunately we kind of hide it and, uh, you know, keep it to ourselves and or whether it's our best places to, you know, go shoot or whether it's our, you know, favorite this or favorite that. And uh, we really are, uh, we're, our community is not big enough to protect our rights. You know, we really need to make sure that we don't take it for granted that the most important thing we can do is to educate the people around us. And even if they don't decide to, you know, to, to carry, even if they don't decide to hunt, when we open up and talk with them and teach them about what we do and why we do it and, and the level of expertise and the experience and just everything behind it, once they understand it, they support it. 
Yeah. And uh, we need to we need that. We need you to take your buddies out to the range. We need you to take a friend hunting. We need you to you know, for goodness sakes, if you're a parent, you know, do it safely. But get your get your kids involved because. Uh, if we want to keep doing this, and if my boys, I want them to be able to have the same lifestyle that I enjoy, we are responsible for tilling that ground right now. And so I'd say to all your listeners, you know, go out and do it. And I'll, and uh, and that's uh, and thank you guys for doing it every day. We appreciate it very much. Cool. Well, thank thank you, Nephi. I think this has been a great great conversation. I love what you said about you know, get out there and spread spread the good message and and. and your, your words about you know being a parent and the next generation uh, particularly hit home for me. So uh, thank you so much for, for those thoughts and, and for being with us today. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate yeah. the opportunity. Thank you, Nephi. All right. Have a good one. Well, isn't that a great interview together with uh, Nephi Cole? Uh, we were so appreciative to, uh, to him for making the time to sit down with us, like I said, for a few minutes and do that with us. Isn't it wonderful that we have a state. Now, I know Wyoming is not alone in this. I mean, Wyoming is doing some amazing things. They're making some incredible efforts to attract firearm businesses, to be firearm friendly, to encourage the shooting sports, to make it a part of their state culture, which is amazing. But what a wonderful advocate for our industry, a state like Wyoming. And I know I know that Wyoming is not alone in being Pro 2A like this. Now, they are doing a lot of stuff, uh, and certainly other states could probably do more. But let's not forget that there are many wonderful states, many wonderful governors, and other leaders that are still very much pro 2A. I thought this interview was appropriate considering the circumstances that uh, we find ourselves in at this time with so much, you know, time and effort and dialogue being expended right now about how terrible guns are, how they need to be controlled more, how we, you know, not one more, enough is enough. You, you hear this all over right now in the media and uh, from, from our students. We just had these walkouts this last week. You know, they have the right, obviously, to express themselves, to speak their minds the way they have been and, and the way they are. But this is such a wonderful thing to see, and, and and I think it's encouraging for me, and hopefully is encouraging for each of you listening to this today, to, to not get down too much about all this negativity surrounding guns and the firearm industry, because there are still amazing people, tons, tons. I mean, we are not alone in this, guys. There are millions of you out there that are pro-2A, that won't stand for all this talk about gun control. And to know that we are not alone, even from a governmental perspective. Uh, I don't know what's in store for the future of our country, particularly on a federal basis. But I do know that there are some bastions of pro-Second Amendment uh, supporting places like Wyoming, like Idaho, like Utah, like Kentucky and Tennessee and Mississippi and Alabama, Texas, and many, many, many others that won't stand for this talk of gun control and restricting the rights of Americans. A right that obviously is very key to being able to even defend that First Amendment right, that freedom of expression. So let's continue the good fight, everyone. Let's not give up. 
Let's not lose hope. Let's be responsible and positive role models for everybody else about what a freedom-loving, Second Amendment-loving American looks like. You know, there's I've seen some things in the last few days on social media where people are expressing their frustration in ways that I don't think are productive to having an open dialogue and furthering and promoting our cause. I mean, when we are shouting down others, when we are calling them names, when we are saying how stupid they, you know, how can they be so stupid to believe the things they believe or to say the things that they say? How can we expect them to have any respect for us? They're just going to continue to think that we are crazy and we are insane and that we promote and support the killing of babies and, and, and little children at school, which we know is far from the case. So, I guess what I'm trying to say, you know, as I send you off uh, to enjoy hopefully the rest of your weekends, many of you I'm sure are out this weekend enjoying your Second Amendment, uh, getting out with your family and with your friends and in a positive way, in a safe way, uh, enjoying those, those freedoms, shooting your guns and having a good time. Let's keep on the fight, but let's fight it the right way. And we can set good examples, I think, like Mr. Cole, like Governor Meade, they are setting positive examples for what our community means and what it should be. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this interview today. I know I did. Uh, I know it probably did come off as being very much like pro-Wyoming, pro-Wyoming, pro-Wyoming. But we were talking about a guy, talking with a guy from Wyoming who is very much involved in the, the state governmental process there. Uh, but I I hope that we can see the bigger picture that it's not only Wyoming. Uh, it, there's many other states that are supportive of the Second Amendment, just like we think they ought to be. Uh, and we should continue to encourage that. Reach out to your congressmen and women. Give, the, give to them your support. Let them know how much you appreciate them standing up for our Second Amendment rights. And to those that aren't supporting those, let them hear it as well. But do it in an appropriate, respectful, positive, fact-based way. This is Riley Bowman with the Concealed Carry Podcast. I'm going to bid you all adieu. Just a reminder and a thank you again to Glock for their support of the podcast and making it possible to record this interview and others while we were at SHOT Show this year. We, we thank, you, thank them so much. So with that, my last par- parting words would be a reminder to train right, train often, and train safe so you can fight hard, fight fast, and fight true. Take care, everyone. A reminder that laws vary from place to place, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand applicable laws. The Concealed Carry Podcast, Concealed Carry Inc., ConcealedCarry.com, and their affiliates strive to share insights and stories about firearm-related incidents and laws, but things could be different where you live, or laws may have changed by the time you listen to this. We cannot be held liable for your actions based on the information shared in this podcast.